What's up, True Believers? Welcome to another exciting episode of Heart in the Paint. I'm your host, as always, Justin. Woo, we got a lot to go over, guys. This episode is going to be catered around the top 25 Easter eggs that we might have missed in Avengers Infinity War. Now, at any time, I might, I, I know I'm not going to cover all of them, and I'm going to discover more over the path of the course of a couple days. At any time, if you guys have found something that I did not cover, please comment on other social media outlets, or if you are on the Anchor app, if you're listening to me on the Anchor app, please hit that callback button to be added to the episode or future episodes. If you are new to the um, channel, please hit the subscribe button on any podcast outlet, or if you're on the Anchor app, please hit that favorite button and hit some claps for me, guys. All right, we're going to be going into it again. Here is my top 25 Easter eggs or things that we might have missed in Avengers Infinity War. Hard in the paint starts right now. Alright, so my first Easter egg was probably like the easiest one if you guys caught it. It's, I'm probably, I'm going to try to go in the order of the film, but guys, just in case if you have not seen it, I will give a spoiler warning. I'll give you a couple minutes to stop, well, not a couple minutes, a couple seconds to stop this episode and go see it, come back and listen. Alright, so my one of my first ones is the Hulk. Like, we have the Hulk. Now, uh, if you guys have caught that from the first Avengers, uh, Tony Stark was telling that to Loki. But it was kind of funny how they brought it back around. Really great uh, production there uh, or writing, putting that together, that Loki would say it to Thanos. But, of course, you know, Thanos is, I mean, well, Loki, it would be Loki's demise in that line. But another kind of small Easter egg there. I don't know if you guys have caught that. Um... We know Loki is the Lord of Mischief, and that you know this is his first time, um, you know that he has died, and he's not going to come back. He's not going to come back in this, and I don't think ever. But uh, I don't know if you caught that after Thanos did, you know, suck the life out of him and crushed his neck. Um, he did say no resurrection this time. That means at at the end of the first Thor and he fell um, off of the of Asgard that he did die and uh, Thanos might have found him and brought him back to life to you know be uh, I guess you know spearhead his campaign from the first Avengers which made him the, the villain of Avengers but uh, th- yeah I, I don't know if you guys caught that but hopefully you know go back and watch it and get that um, the next one is Uncle Morgan um uh, after that one scene, uh, probably one of the smallest scenes in Infinity Wars, uh, Pepper and uh, Tony was talking about, you know, really, uh, even we see it in um, Spider-Man Homecoming, that, you know, he wanted to really get uh, a life, start a life with Pepper. And we're, I think that's why we're not going to really see Tony Stark die in the MCU, but be that mentor. So... Um, as Uncle Morgan is actually straight out of the comics, and they do have some scenes together uh, to talk about the baby, but that's some, that's kind of like like really old comics back in the day uh, things there. But um, next one is straight out of the comic of Infinity Gauntlet uh, when Hulk smashes into the Sanctum. Actually, that is the one that's straight off the pages, but it's not Hulk; it is Silver Surfer. 
Now, we already knew that it was not going to be Silver Surfer because of the Fox and Disney deal that is still going in, but I would have loved to see some Silver Surfer reference in there. Uh, might have been in there, but still haven't caught it. But um, I'm pretty sure when, when we're getting close to the Blu-ray or digital release, we're, we're going to be breaking down that film more and more and more. So, um, but... Um, with the Fox and Disney deal still going through, uh, well, just kind of finishing out, you know, the contracts and, you know, what characters will have ownership. And now, again, it, the Fox is not going away. It's just more so the rights. And um, if Disney signs all over the right, well, if Disney gets majority of the Fox characters, we're going to be seeing some massive MCU um, phase four, phase five uh, stuff here. So that was that. But I would have loved to see. Uh, some Silver Surfer reference. There was some, you know, it was it was it was not real, but in the IMBD, maybe like four or five months ago with Infinity War, when they released it, they did have Silver Surfer in there, but I think that was kind of manipulated. So the next one is basically at the beginning of Infinity War, we have Ebony Maw really just really just worshiping Thanos and all the dialogue that he says. Now, some of that dialogue was taken straight out of, again, Infinity Gauntlet. At any time, guys, uh, make sure you guys go get that comic or, uh, you know, you can buy it on Amazon or $5 and stuff like that. That's a really, really good Stanley comic. But that dialogue that he begins to worship, Ebony Maw worship uh, Thanos, is literally taken out from the Infinity Gauntlet right in the intro of that comic, which was a really, really, really fantastic gauntlet. Uh, comic. <laughs> it feels like I'm rambling, but um, but the only thing Ebony Ma was not the one saying it. It was Mephisto. So, um, which I thought, uh, being that Loki was uh, you know, shown in the trailer, I thought he they were gonna like switch places with him, but uh, because that would only make sense with his kind of character. But it was Ebony Ma that was kind of somewhat taking the place of his character. So, uh, yeah, that was that was that. Um, a couple other Doctor Strange's Easter eggs, which, which I'm not going to go that deep with it. Um, now, there was a couple of, I guess, Tony Stark's um, kind of references of, like, you know, Doctor Strange is great with kids. Um, that was some some video that some fans have put together with some balloon uh, animals and stuff like that. So that, that was a very, very small, small kind of Easter egg. Another one that uh, Squidward... Uh, with uh, Ebony Mall, that was pretty. That was kind of hilarious, uh, knowing that you know, being that you know, we we understand that these are aliens and they they don't really know Earth and all that. But we obviously Tony Stark knows about some uh, uh, SpongeBob there. Um, the, a really really great uh, Easter egg is the game that uh, Groot is playing. Now the Defender, that actual font is actually straight from the Defenders comic, which we have the Defenders comic from, you know, Netflix, we know that, but, um, with, uh, Daredevil, Luke Cage, uh, uh, Jessica Jones, all those good ones, that is actually straight from, uh, the Defenders font that they use in the old comic, so that's something that's, you know, you can chew on right there. So some of the next ones here, um, a lot of people are calling 
Captain America, I guess Captain America in the Infinity War uh, movie, but actually he's not Captain America. He's, uh, we, we already know, yes, he's Steve Rogers, of course, that's his name, but he is actually Nomad, which is the man with no country, and even though the costume in the old comics looks lame, uh, I rather uh, prefer this one that he's rocking. Now, he had a great introduction in this movie. He's really great in this movie. The acting is really great. I would like to say, even though we're in this vein of acting, uh, Junior, uh, Tony Stark's acting was amazing in this film. Uh, he deserves all that money. Uh, for some, I, I, some, that really stuck out to me, like how his level of acting to take this uh, turn in the story arc. He did very, very well with that. Um, so yeah, Tony Stark is oh, well, Tony Stark. Steve Rogers is Nomad, not Captain America in this in this uh, film. So uh, that Captain America, you know, shield and costume went bye bye. In uh, Civil War, uh, next one is the Reality Stone. Uh, we already see on the uh, that part uh, nowhere where the Guardians went to try to stop Thanos and get the stone before he did. But he, we already know that Thanos is already there and he's manipulating the whole scene. He knew that the Guardians and Gamora would be there. Um, what he did to Mantis and Drax is again uh, turning them, um, turning Mantis into somewhat like a yarn and uh, drags into blocks. That's literally straight from the comic. Now, again, it's not the individuals that he turns, but they just literally took that uh, moment out, straight out of the comics. That was, that was really, really cool. Um, another one with the tiny bubbles, that's actually straight from a video game of uh, a Marvel versus Capcom. Um, now, again, with the, with the, with the reality stones, um, I know some people that were going into that movie saying... You know, this I, I know a lot of people going in to see this movie. This was like the first movie they saw, or maybe the third Marvel movie that they saw, which was really, really bad to do there. But um, that bubbles there is straight from the Marvel versus Capcom uh, world. There. Uh, next one, we already we get it. We we, we saw this Easter egg at the end of uh, Black Panther, but we see another one uh, where uh, T'Challa talks about the White Wolf again. Um, in that one, because that's a really, really uh, easy one there. Um, but one of the ones I did want to talk about is uh, Soul World. Now, again, these are these are things that are not technically Easter eggs, but things that we might have missed or not have not yet been confirmed. But it's something that would be great to uh, have confirmed by the Russos, maybe in the next six months or so. But we don't know yet. I am just putting this out there. I should have just titled the. I'm gonna title the the um, this podcast just Easter eggs and theories. But one of my theories is when uh, Thanos did snap his fingers, that the place he went to to see the younger Gamora, um, I think that might have been Soul World. Now, if that is Soul World, we might actually have all the people that were um, uh, disintegrated by the post snap be in there, so, uh, Doctor Strange might have known that, so if that is the case, I, I would really love to see that, that world to be, you know, uh, Soul World, but if you don't know anything about Soul World, uh, please get the Infinity Gauntlet episode, uh, comic, and, uh, yeah, I don't know why I'm all scattered brain today, it's like blah, 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 blah. Uh, but the next one, uh, I think, man, one of the greatest ones, I don't know if you guys caught this, that Stormbreaker, 
Thor's new hammer is actually one that can control the Bifrost. And um, if you did not notice, uh, hopefully you guys did see Ragnarok. And if y'all did, um, y'all would see how this movie catches, like, goes straight from there. Um, but there's something very, very significant about Thanos' new uh, um, hammer. Now, we you see an Easter egg in Thor Ragnarok of, uh, of, the, of the great other, you know, hammer holder of the, well, the first owner. It, it, it's weird to say this because as I'm thinking about it, it's like, uh, Stormbreaker's original owner we know as the other, you know, character, the famous character, Billy. Um, but we see his face in, um, Ravnarok, that he might have been in there, uh, like, I guess, landed on Sakaar, you know, and fight and lose against the Hulk. It's kind of weird, really, really weird, but, um, Billy Ray Bill, Better Ray Bill is, uh, that character that is actually the first owner of Stormbreaker, but I guess they didn't really go in that way, but if you all do read the comics, y'all will know that that is that, and in Ravnarok, he is somewhat kind of like dog-like face um, at the kind of like the bottom face of the tower when they show Sakaar and the faces when they're when they are building Hulk's face so that's that um, the other one is Red Skull that was probably one of the greatest um, Easter eggs that were put in there now we know that I guess Red Skull might have died and his soul is stayed there to protect the soul stone that has not been confirmed totally I have heard it before um, in these past couple of days of other YouTubers and other theorists. So um, that's one of the things that might be something where we might see a more of the Red Skull. I'm not too sure. I hope we do see more of the Red Skull and maybe the Red Skull to get his body back or, you know, you know, break the chains in a way. But that was something that I believe is uh, taking the place of Lady Death in a way because we know in the comics... Um, uh, Thanos has this uh, infatuation with Lady Death and is actually in love with Lady Death because Lady Death has actually uh, had brought him back to life a couple times and every time he does um, you know bring bring back to life his power is basically peace um, uh, going to the end of the list here the peaceful easy feeling transition of the end of the film that's literally straight out of the comics where he's watching the sunset he's like somewhat you know dropped everything he's done now like again he's he's fulfilled his mission he's back or or on the farm now there's that one scene where he does sit down and on on the far right of the farm in the little house that he's in uh, that we see a scarecrow with his armor, his old armor on it. That is literally right from the pages, guys. That's literally right from the end. And it ends there. So I already knew going into where we saw the farm and we saw Thanos walking up. I was like, yep, it's going to end here. Get ready. People are going to be pissed off. But, yeah. Um, but other ones that I've already went over, again, the Captain Marvel uh, post credit scene, there's a whole bunch of people that I already knew that didn't really understand that one. They're like, hey, what does that symbol mean? I'm like, dude, that's Captain Marvel, man. Come on now. But uh, one of the things I hope they do explain is where she has been all this time. Why did Nick Fury not call 
um, around the first Avengers or even this Ultron, and, you know, all these kind of things. So that they they pretty they pretty sure will probably you know clear that up. But with that being said, uh, that's my next episode, guys. The what the heck moments of Infinity Wars. Now again, these moments did not take away my total score of Infinity Wars. I still love it. It's my top five. But um, that's going to be the next episode. So be on the lookout for that. Guys, if I miss anything, I know I was kind of rambling majority of the time. I'm sorry. Um, but I'm pretty sure I'm going to be I'm putting more episodes out with more discovered Easter eggs and more theories that I'm putting together. Again, guys, remember six months ago, guys, I was putting together theories that were coming that came true in Infinity War. So don't forget about that. But guys, if you um, did love this uh, episode, please, if you're on the Anchor app, please hit that clap button um, and abuse it. Hit it like 50 times for the next five minutes in this episode. Uh, Thank you so much, guys, for all the faithful listenings and all the faithful viewers. And guys, I thank you so much for everything that you guys um, have put in and contributed. Uh, I might be doing a new contest, guys, if you are up for it. Uh, another customized movie poster be sent to you. All you have to do is uh, subscribe to this channel and comment on one of my social media outlets saying I am entering the contest. So that's pretty much it. That's easy. And all those that are entering, uh, one random choice will be cho- chosen and you will win a, a, a movie poster of your choice. A customized movie poster because I am... I am a graphic designer on the side. <laughs> I have a media business, so I, it's literally being done by my own hand. So that's that. Guys, thank you so much for taking the time out of your busy days to listen to Heart of the Pain. Guys, thank you so much. Um, don't forget to hit that favorite and subscribe button. I appreciate it. Again, I am Justin, your host of Heart of the Pain. Stay awesome, guys.